Hey, what's up, everybody? Coach Rob here. Welcome back. Uh, it has not been a while. I don't think I've ever said that. Um, I don't know when you're going to be watching this, but just yesterday, uh, the video prior to this one was entitled Ultimate Carnivore RX or the Ultimate Carnivore Prescription for Strength, Performance and Longevity, or simply put, my optimized hyper carnivore way of living. And uh, it resonated very well with you right out of the gate. And I truly appreciate that. I truly appreciate you watching the video and, and you know, commenting or giving it a thumbs up or, or giving it some time. I know it's tough sometimes to sit down and get through an hour's worth of some of these things that we put out there. But uh, I really appreciate it because I felt that video had a lot that I needed to express and get out there to sort of really pinpoint where I am now in my evolution, really dating all the way back to about 2008, 2009, when I started this journey of an ancestral health diet that evolved over time and where I have currently landed and where I intend to be to the end of my days. And now I guess it has sparked some um, excitement in me to wanna to continue to keep pushing down this path and because I'm excited at where I am right now in my training. I'm excited where I, where I am right now in, in my focus. 2023, and at, at the recording of this video, it is December 2023. 2023, and I'm not gonna get into details, some of which you know, some of which you don't know, is quite possibly the hardest year of my life. Literally could be the hardest year that I've ever been through. And that's okay because rough waters create strong timber. Going through tough times creates a calloused mind and a calloused body, a tempered body, a tempered soul. And I'm okay with that. Because I am really excited at the place that, I, where I am now in my journey through fitness and nutrition and training and being a coach and working with wonderful people like many of you out there. Or, as I like to say, and if you've been here more than once, you've probably heard it, be the freak in the room. And that's what this is about. And I don't have an agenda today, but I felt like it's important to keep pushing forward with content that may help you become the best human that you can be and to truly be the freak in the room wherever you may be. And what does that mean, freak in the room? Well, I've explained it before, but, but you know, when I used the term initially years ago, it was during that period of time when I was steeped heavily in competitive bodybuilding competition. So for me, projecting yourself as the freak in the room, any room that you, can, that you occupy, whether it be at home, in the workplace, in your business, it could be in at an event, at a party, at a shopping mall, it doesn't matter. A football game, that's a big room. Wherever you may be at that moment, within that moment, in that place and time, you are the freak in the room. Meaning, in how you live your life and how you project yourself through the things that you do, 
qualifies you as being that freak, whether you're the one that pushes harder in the gym, pushes harder out on the road, pushes harder on how uh, the level of discipline and dedication that you have in the way that you feed yourself to project yourself to endeavor to improve in every facet of the way you live your life and everything that you do. That qualifies you to be the freak in the room and you know it when you see it. So I think it's important in this, in, in this evolution of, of who I am endeavoring to be. And when I do these things, I, you know, it's always my goal. I guess it's sort of a given it's accepted in my mind, sort of initially out of the gate, that there are those out there that want to come along and do these things. And many do it far better than I do or I can. I'm no one special. But if I can be the spark or the catalyst to help you try to push forward and dig in and do what you have to do in action, word, and deed to be the freak in the room, then I'm doing my job and I invite you to come along on a narrow path that few will find where you emerge something far greater than you ever actually thought you would endeavor to be. So what is the freak in the room? Well, you know, guys, I put a lot of thought to that. And I don't want to I don't want to simplify it just by putting together like a list, a bullet point list of things. But but I think it is important to sort of encapsulate the actionable items that I believe most out there, if not everyone out there needs to be able to accomplish in order for you to tackle anything that may cross your path, any obstacle that may be in your way uh, that may prevent you from self-sustainability to protect yourself, to, to, to protect your family, your loved ones, or anyone that cannot take care of themselves. Because again, it is our care for others that is our true measure of greatness. And if you temper your body and your mind and callous yourself, and harden yourself to always be the freak in the room, then the likelihood remains that you're going to be the one called upon in a pressure situation, or even if you're by yourself, to be the apex predator, to emerge or evade or engage, whatever the case may be for you to come out of that situation victorious without, saying, without sounding too, too corny or cliched. So as we, or as I push forward, you know, outside of bodybuilding competition, like I said, when I was competing, being the freak in the room was just being the aesthetic freak, shredded and peeled and jacked, especially for a guy, you know, in his late 40s or early 50s. Now that I'm 55 years old, I think it's even more critically important to be a whole athlete, conditioned and hardwired to be the best that I can possibly be at all times. And it's not, it's not always easy to do that. This has nothing to do with motivation. This has to do with dedication. This has to do with resolve. This has to do with fortitude. That even when you don't feel like it, 
or when times are the toughest, that you're the one that straps on the boots and gets out there and gets into the muck and gets it done. Always ready to wage war. That's what you have to do. So now for me, what does that look like? That looks like me, uh, really, if you want to define it, there is a popular, a fairly popular trend in the, in the fitness world of men and women who call themselves hybrid athletes. And a hybrid athlete is just simply uh, a man or a woman that tries to be more well-rounded in their styles of training in order to be able to handle, as I said, whatever may cross your path. So simply put, it's training yourself on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis to be uh, well-rounded in both endurance endeavors and strength endeavors and with your overall conditioning and with your health and longevity. It's really a, a, a synergy of all modalities of training and the way you fuel yourself so that the outcome is that you are the best version of yourself you can possibly be and able to take on anything that crosses your path. So for me, it's not just a question of, oh, I, I can lift this much in the weight room and I can you know, go run. I look at it a little bit differently than that. I look at it as a set of standards that I believe both for myself and for the people out there who put their faith in me as their coach or, any, many, or anyone who may to ask me what I feel, I, I have put together sort of a criteria a set of standards, if you will, that I think regardless if you're a man or a woman should be able to perform these standards. And then once that baseline of standards uh, or that standard criteria is met, then by continuing to train hard and stay consistent and stay dedicated, you keep pushing beyond that, further separating you from everyone else, which guarantees most of the time, you will fall into being the freak in the room wherever you are. Sometimes there are multiple freaks in the room. That's not a bad thing. There's nothing quite like being in a room where you can lock eyes with that one other outlier that's in there and you both kind of have that look like, yeah, we know. We're the freaks. Sometimes you both might think, which one is the bitter fr bigger freak? Which one is the alpha? Which one is the apex predator in the room? Well, it's always fun to try to sort through those scenarios, but that's for another time. So being the freak in the room, now, you know, now that I am 55 years old, I have to work even harder. I have to be more steadfast to the mission in front of me of training harder and working harder and being more dedicated and not letting things slip away from me and not letting things pull me back or pulling me out of my groove that may deter me from being the freak in the room at all times. It's harder to do as we age. It's harder to be that freak when you're 55 or 60 or 65 years old. Hell, in this culture, this weak, entitled, lazy culture that we live in today that has become so pathetic. In one respect, it's not that hard to be the freak in the room anymore, but it's always going to be a little harder as we age. So if you're out there watching this and listening to me and you're over 40, then this is critical information for you. And even if you're under 40, if you're 25, 
once again, in the culture that I observe on a regular basis and the things that I see out in the world today, the bar is set so damn low that though it's not going to take that much work <laughs> to raise above that or rise above that, to truly take yourself to the status of apex predator and ultimately the freak in any room, you have to be willing to push yourself even harder. And you will never regret that. So what am I talking about? Well, obviously, step one in creating the best physiological environment for you to perform at the highest level and be able to qualify for this set of standards that I'm about to outline, you have to fuel your body properly. And what is that? Clearly, I'm going to tell you it's engaging in a hypercarnivore diet. A diet that is a minimum of 70% animal-based foods, leaving the other 30% open to interpretation of foods that you tolerate well and that you have specifically outlined that you will use to create a performance advantage. Some days for me, my hypercarnivore way of eating is 90-10. Some days it's 95-5 and some days it's you know 80-20. But even beyond what percentage of foods that I'm consuming from animal-based sources, the other small percentage that I am a creature of opportunity to consume based on my goals, it's always going to be good stuff, clean stuff. Now, I know we all you know, have a few cheats here and there, but for the most part, those are reduced to a very, very bare minimum, maybe like a particular holiday or a very, very important event like a birthday. But beyond that, to fuel yourself, to create the physiological environment to be the freak at all times, to be that apex predator, it needs to be consistent to the hypercarnivore way of life. So don't stray from that. So in terms of physical endeavors to be the freak, to be the predator, to be the alpha, man or woman, Here's a few things that I think are very, very important. And I have clients that come to me for this particular purpose, especially those over 40, 50, and beyond who are looking to create the best version of themselves at any age. And how cool is it to be in your 50s or 60s or 70s and know that you are a league above people in many cases that are half your age? That's pretty damn cool. Now, it's not easy. It's always going to be excruciatingly hard. Excruciatingly hard. It's a big word. But we never regret the outcome once we put in that hard work. So what is that criteria? Well, my personal criteria as a coach, working with a lot of people, and this criteria is for myself as well. I never wanna allow myself to drop below this bar. Even when I go through the hardest year of my life. There was a time earlier this year, going through personal hardships, that I let myself fall below the bar. It happened. I became weak in my resolve, and I paid the price for that. I am very, very flawed, but I make sure I understand those flaws and I recognize those flaws and I always pick myself back up, reevaluate, pick up the pieces 
and get my shit together and get out there and get it done and work towards the goal. So my criteria is this, and the numbers and percentages will vary based on gender and certain other things, uh, certain other handicaps, if you will, that may arise. But for the most part, I look at it like this. Outside of your normal training split or training program or whatever you like to do, I think that all of us should be able to do, number one, you should be able to run a mile. That may not be what you expected coming from me first thing, but I think it's critically important. And I always make sure that at any given moment, at any given time, I can step out the front door and go run a decent mile. You don't have to be a runner. You don't have to run marathons. You don't have to be an ultra marathoner or, or any or a triathlete. But I think every human being should be able to go run a mile. Because you never know if there's a situation. Situations usually boil down to fight or flight, engage or evade in a critical or crisis situation. So the ability to evade harm is critically important. And knowing that you have the ability to run a mile, it doesn't have to be like blazing fast, just the ability to get out there, put one foot in front of the other consistently and get into a run and do that for one mile without dying. Because if you can do that, then you are achieving a level of conditioning that is going to serve you well. Okay, so we run a mile. We work towards that. We can help with that. Number two on my criteria is you should be able to deadlift 1.5 times your body weight. So whatever your body weight is, 1.5 times that amount of body weight, you should be able to deadlift that. Some people can deadlift a whole lot more than that, and that's great. But there are a lot of you out there that can't do a strict proper deadlift at one point times your body weight. And once you achieve that standard, then you work towards to be able to do it more times, more reps. So if you, can, if you can already do that, check that one off the box. If you can't, then that's something to be worked on. The next thing I have is 50 consecutive strict push-ups. Like I said, the numbers may vary depending on gender, but I'm just giving you my men's list right now. And there are some women that I train that can crank out 50 strict push-ups like it's nothing right now. And you know who you are, you're badasses. So 50 strict consecutive push-ups is my third and my standard. Beyond that, I think everyone should be able to do 10 strict continuous pull-ups. I know some of you out there were like, screw that, man, I can't do one. I get it, pull-ups are hard for nearly everyone. Now you got those few outlier, you know, like rock climber freaks out there that can crank out 25 of them like it's nothing. But for most people doing a strict pull-up, I mean, chin over the bar, none of that kipping bullshit. Here in my gym, if you do a kipping pull-up, you're kicked out, you're done. None of that crap. I'm talking about a strict pull-up that actually builds some strength. So you should be able to do 10 continuous strict pull-ups. The next thing I think everybody should be able to do is a body weight squat. Once again, there are some of you watching this right now that a body weight squat is nothing. You can do that all day long. But there are some of you watching this that maybe can't do a strict, deep body weight squat. So that's another part of my standard that you should be able to achieve and then blow past that as you go. Hey, let me jump in 
and interrupt your video just for a split second to clarify for those who may not understand, when I say body weight squat, I mean if you weigh 200 pounds, you're able to squat 200 pounds. I don't mean just like an air squat, just using your body weight to do squats. Anybody can do that. Most anybody can do that. I mean, by a body weight squat, you put the equivalent amount of your body weight on a bar and you squat it. Strict, parallel or deeper, that's what I mean. Now, back to your regular scheduled video. The next thing in my criteria is a body weight farmer's carry. Now that might not sound like a big deal, but it's surprisingly tough for a lot of people. And that's my minimum standard. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be able to pick up 200 pounds, preferably 100 pounds in each hand, and slowly, meticulously walk 50 paces. If you can do that, you meet that standard. There's people that cannot do that. And if I'm working with a particular individual, then I may up the, the weight for their particular standard, but I'm just giving you broad strokes criteria for everyone out there starting now. And then the last thing is just a 120 second strict plank. To be able to hold a strict plank without lifting your ass or lowering your, your hips into the floor for two straight minutes without moving, you're a statue. And that's it, that is my, that is my minimum standard that I think everybody should be able to complete. That is step one to becoming the freak in the room. Now, if you're following the hypercarnivore diet that I mentioned, and if you wanna know more about that, look at that, uh, my previous video. By fueling your body with a hypercarnivore diet, which is the most going to be the most nourishing diet that you can possibly consume that's going to lend to the greatest level of performance, health, longevity that you can possibly imagine, to be able to reach these standards that I've outlined outside of your normal training split that you're doing in the gym or in the CrossFit box or whatever it is you're into, then you complete that standard, then that is check step one to working towards being the freak in the room. Now I get it, you're gonna be thinking to yourself, well what about this or what about this? Of course there are other things we could apply to my list of standards, but I think by creating this basic block of physical standards is going to be a foundational beginning for everyone out there to truly pursue being their absolute genetic best, to be the freak. And then over time, we keep tempering that and adding and, and, and moving forward consistently with dedication and precision to be better and better and better, to fully solidify your indoctrination into freak of the room status, if you will. Because remember people, regardless of how crazy shit gets and regardless of what obstacles are stacked against you or whatever you're facing, even if something becomes beyond your control, they can never take away your strength, your power, your health, your resolve, your fortitude, your dedication to the cause. They can't take that away from you. Remember, this is not about motivation. Motivation ends the minute you make the decision. If you're watching this now and you make the decision to reach out and do a 90 minute consultation with me to learn how you can create a blueprint to being better, 
once you make that decision, then the motivation is gone. It becomes dedication after that. If you decide to hire me as your coach to help you with your journey, that moment of decision is motivation. Beyond that, it becomes, it defaults to dedication and consistency. Literally this week, I fall prey to it all the time. I have to challenge myself all the time. I have to challenge my resolve weekly with this stuff. This week, it's December in North Carolina, which means it's cold and it's damp and it's dark and it's gray and it sucks. <laughs> there was a particular day this week, one of those days where there was a problem at every turn. I ended up working almost three hours past when I had intended to leave the gym here and go home. And when I go home, my goal is to strap a 65 pound rucksack on my back, lace up my trail shoes and go out and do a 40, 43 minute ruck on a, the most dynamic hilly terrain I can find, which I have that to my disposal here where I live. But I got home that particular evening and it was uh, dark. Not only was it dark, but it was raining and it was cold as hell. My wife had a fire going in the fireplace and as I walked in the front door, I was engulfed with the aroma of cooking meat. Not sure there's anything better than that. And as much as I would have liked to put on something comfortable, relax with my family, eat dinner, buy a warm fire, I said, you know what? And it took a minute, you know, to strap on that ruck, lace up my shoes, and I got out there and I got it done. And in that moment, it sucked ass. But after the first 10 or 15 minutes, I started to catch the groove. And with each step that I took, an enormous sense of accomplishment and pride welled up in me. And when I came back that final hill in my neighborhood, that is just ridiculous, and cracked open the door, dropped that ruck on the floor, and I was done. An overwhelming sense of accomplishment and pride filled my body. And then, changing into those comfortable clothes, sitting by a warm fire, having dinner with my family, was three times the experience that it would have been had I not accomplished what I needed to accomplish to make sure that I am always making strides to be the best human being that I could possibly be. You can do that. You're better than I am. If I can do it, anybody can do it. If this old guy can do it consistently, anybody can. So I challenge you, today, tomorrow morning, whatever, start taking the first steps to being the freak in the room in every endeavor. You're a freak in the way that you think, you're a freak in the way that you consume, you're a freak in the way that you pay close attention to how you manage your health and your longevity not putting the garbage into your foods, into your body from bad poisonous foods, by training hard, by going above and beyond, by doing the hard things in those moments where the last thing you want to do is something hard. To be hard, you gotta do hard things.
So I challenge you to do that. So can you meet the standard? Do you need help with the standard? How can I help you with that standard? How can I help you with your training beyond the standard? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to see your comments. I'd love your uh, subscription to this channel. I'd love to help you any way I possibly can. This has been a cool week for me. I feel like I've turned a corner in how I want to push even harder to get content out to you to help you with your resolve and your fortitude and your focus to become the freak in the room. So I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to getting behind this camera again here very soon and giving you more information that you may enjoy that helps you in your journey to be the best that you can possibly be. So with that, I will let you go. I've rambled on enough. I have a workout and a ruck to do today on this chilly gray North Carolina afternoon. And I look forward to it. I look forward to having the honor and the ability to be able to do that. It's a gift. Every day is a gift. Be grateful, live with gratitude. And as always, train hard, diet harder, but above all else, do whatever you have to do to have a great freaking day. God bless you.